Welcome to the series Shows of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and delicious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Katarina Scheidian. She is from the Leuphana University of Lüneburg. She published recently an article in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development entitled Degrees of Integration, How a Fragmented Entrepreneurial Ecosystem Promotes Different Types of Entrepreneur. This article has been published in the volume 33, issue 1 and 2 of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development. Katarina, welcome to our podcast. As Hello. a starter, can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer with your paper? Thank you um, for this question and for inviting me. So um, I think this is quite an uh, in interesting question since this research kind of emerged unintentionally from my PhD research. So I started my PhD and I wanted to focus on how entrepreneurs actually uh, network. And I started to collect some data in Berlin and I saw that startup entrepreneurs behave quite differently than spin-off entrepreneurs did. And um, the more I was diving into this um, uh, and presented on, on conferences, it became apparent that these differences seem to, to appear in some regions, but not in others. So I became uh, very much interested in how the context of uh, these entrepreneurs actually shapes how they form such ties. And this is how I came to the whole entrepreneurial ecosystems debate, because I think this is a really nice way to capture these regional differences and the differences that arise across um, social contexts or institutional contexts, because this debate really emphasizes that entrepreneurship actually does function differently in the different regions. So I was drawn to this debate and um, tried to, to make sense of my findings in, uh, yeah, with this literature. And I saw that, um, so in my case, these differences between spin-off and startup entrepreneurs could not purely be explained by their different resource needs. Because in Berlin, we have one particular type of entrepreneur, or maybe in Germany, more, more broadly speaking, since we have a public funding program that does fund university spin-offs, but also entrepreneurs who come from the university but by studying and who want to found a startup that is not IP-based. So the technology they develop is very, very similar to the ones that the independent startups in the Berlin ecosystems do develop. So we had, um, I found this one very interesting type of entrepreneurs who had similar products to the startups, but a similar founding background to the spin-offs. And I could see that these um, entrepreneurs behave very similar to the spin-off entrepreneurs. And this is why I was diving uh, deeper into this contextual uh, influence on, on how they actually acquire resources from this um, ecosystem. So it's a question of ecosystem as a, as a context in which entrepreneurs of different types um, try to achieve the resources. So yes, and uh, while, while diving deeper into this, um, this stuff, I found that 
maybe the even more interesting insight here is to say something about the ecosystem level and to really use these insights to, to tell something about the particularities of the Berlin entrepreneurial ecosystem that is that is somehow fragmented into these at least two subsystems. So maybe there are even more around social entrepreneurship that is not the scope of my study, but I could at least show that this ecosystem that is mostly assumed to be a quite homogeneous environment in previous research can actually have these subsystems and can be in itself uh, fragmented into different, yeah, let's say bubbles or subclusters or subsystems. And if you have to uh, point out what is the main contribution of this uh, this research? Yeah, I, I would say it's um, underscoring that these entrepreneurial ecosystems can be are not only heterogeneous across entrepreneurial ecosystems, as previous research showed, but that's also within the ecosystem. There are very, very different um, kind of sub-environments for the entrepreneurs. So they do not behave totally idiosyncratic. So you see pattern across the entrepreneurs. So their behavior is strongly shaped by the ecosystem and the templates and the social norms. But it's not like there's one template in the ecosystem that fits all entrepreneurs or that guides all the entrepreneurs' activities. But there are several of such um, norms or templates in coexistence. And that actually, um, yeah, shape entrepreneurial activities quite differently. What was for you the main theoretical or methodological challenges in addressing such a question? I think it was actually uh, showing that these subsystems coexist because um, so on the one hand, it's a qualitative study. So all, you always face this issue of Maybe it's just caused by a sample bias, so you really have to show that there are patterns across entrepreneurs, but that these patterns actually vary depending on the type of entrepreneur and to actually um, make really show in the article that we have the third type of entrepreneurs who shares the resource needs to the startups and the founding background to the spin-offs and to really make clear that uh, these type of um, of entrepreneur really shows this contextual impact or this fragmentation because they, uh, these these type of entrepreneurs also face huge troubles when trying to move from one subsystem to the other. So this was really insightful to dive deeper into into this type and to show that it's not that easy to actually change between the subsystems. And the other um, difficulty was to show or to, to, to theorize and show that it's not two ecosystems in Berlin, because you could also argue, yeah, Berlin just has two ecosystems, but it's also not like this because uh, the actors of each of the subsystems still refer to each other and they all see themselves as, as involved with innovative entrepreneurship, but just in a different different way or in a different um, color, or <laughs> uh, so to say. And to, to dive deeper into the data, to really carve out how they refer to each other, how they also distinguish themselves from the others to really show that it's not like just coexistence, but there's actually some, some interaction going on. And even if it's just to say we we do differently than they do. 
During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive result? <clears throat> I think um, maybe it's not a counterintuitive, but more surprising was this really strong imprinting effect of these public funding backgrounds. So really to see how how strong these funding programs and all the structures around them that were set up at the university have such a strong imprinting effect on the entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurial journey because these funding programs also provide education and uh, educate the entrepreneurs on how to acquire follow-up financing and this fits quite well with the university spin-offs but it might not in every case fit well with the ones who develop the technologies more close to the typical startup technologies in, in Berlin. It's mostly apps and stuff. And that these, these paths are so strong and so, so, so difficult to, to change. This was kind of, um, yeah, what I found really interesting to see. And what are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers or practitioners in general? So I think, um, let's talk about the entrepreneurs first. Um, for the entrepreneurs, I think it might be quite um, uh, important or helpful to be aware that such subsystems can exist in an entrepreneurial ecosystem. So for example, if you want to start a social uh, startup or, yeah, um, there might actually be a bubble around social entrepreneurs and, but, in the ecosystem, there also might be tech entrepreneurs who form their own bubble. And maybe at some point, depending on your technology, on your product or your offerings, you might actually need resources from the tech guys. So I think if you if you um, have this idea in your mind that there might be these bubbles and they all, all of them might have different signals of quality, for example, you can from very early on try to reflect which quality signals might work in both of these uh, worlds or which ones do I need to acquire early on because at a certain point I might have to change between the subsystems. So I think this awareness um, of this coexistence and the maybe different social norms and um, quality signals in each of these um, subsystems or worlds, communities, however you name it, this might actually really help to, to not get stuck in one of the parts, uh, especially in case you really have to, to change. And for practitioners, so I think especially for the public funding programs uh, or politicians who try to, to promote uh, entrepreneurship in regions, it's quite insightful to see that it's it might be quite important to connect uh, between the worlds. So um, I think if, if the ecosystem is too fragmented, it might inhibit innovation and entrepreneurship. So I think if, it's, if you have a higher degree of integrations, this might at some point really help entrepreneurs to, to acquire uh, more comprehensive resources, for example. And that these really, uh, these close nature or this strong fragmentation, um, yeah, contributes to the strong path and uh, especially what I saw in the, the Berlin-based universities, there's a really strong bureaucratic logic behind all the programs and these do not always fit the entrepreneur's needs. 
And this is one of the reasons why it's so difficult for them to change the past, because the velocity of all those bureaucratic processes are just a bit slower than a private investor would expect that you have achieved certain goals in a certain time and so on. And I think if this would be, um, if the if policymaker has this awareness that you really have to involve uh, actors from the private world more closely and more strongly and early on, I think this um, yeah, could be quite helpful to, to implement even more impactful uh, public funding programs or support programs for entrepreneurs. Thanks a lot, Katarina, for participating to our show. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-erd.com and on the main podcast platforms.